When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Continental Tyres. AFL Trade Radio. Trade mornings for Host Plus. An industry super fund for all Australians. And Toyota. Toyota certified. Pre-owned in a class of its own. Good morning and welcome to Trade Mornings for Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians and Toyota. Toyota certified, pre-owned in a class of its own. Josh Jenkins in the chair for Cam Luke, who's off doing God knows what for God knows who. But Adam Cooney, the constant, the captain. He's skipper. Here. Good morning. My time as captain has not gone well in previous lives. I had one game where I had to stand in as the skipper at the dogs and because everyone else in the leadership group went down. So it was up to me to steer the Titanic into an iceberg and and steer I did. I think we got done by 110 points and that was it. Got kicked out of the leadership group, never to captain again. And they said, thank you for your time, Adam. That'll be all. Well, okay. I guess I'll captain <laughs> us today then on the back yes. of, uh, of that story. But it's, is today... Is today moving day? Moving day. A little golf, a master's term. I'm not a big golf well, uh, connoisseur, but is it? Because there's... It's time to go. Yes. There's but, a lot to be done, and we'll go through it. We've got a nice piece of paper here that's been mapped out beautifully by Sammy, who looks after both of us, probably you more so. doesn't do enough for me, to be honest with you. <laughs> he looks after you. We've got gives a, me nothing. We've got a piece of paper here with everything that's been... So the players who are yet to be dealt... And what has been offered thus far. And we'll go through that because it's a bit of a who should blink first scenario in a few. And we're also waiting on one or two deals. So one or two deals. The domino effect. Seem to be holding everything up. And that is probably the Luke Jackson uh, move west. Yes. And once that happens, so they say, uh, people with... uh, uh, is closer to the ground than you and I yep. are telling us that once that happens, others can happen. So we'll go through those. Dunkley, Horn, Francis, Rankin, Gunston, Jackson, Grundy, Hopper, Ollie Henry, Tom Mitchell, Rory Lobb, Willie Rioli. There's a heap to get through. Yep. But uh, the first one, we'll have a chat about him probably across the morning and interested to know uh, what your views are, particularly Bombers fans, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Give us a call. Let us know, or send in a text. Oh four one nine one eight seven three two three. And I'm Cooney 
is in charge of the uh, text machine. So, so be kind. So just before we go over the latest offers yeah. and what has been projected mm. and and um, circulated by the AFL clubs, mm. I might have to do my mega trade early today because I've solved three. Okay, so you can get us started. I've solved three of the big fish that need to go. So it's going to be Lob, Dunkley and Jackson. We'll get to their respective clubs in this proposed mega trade that I formulated four minutes ago. All right. Well, you have come mm. armed and loaded. Well, I didn't come armed and loaded at all. I just armed myself in the last 90 well, to 120 seconds. The important just, thing is you're armed. So I'm, well, well, I'd like to... Um, I'd like to go over it with you in our first or second ad break, just to okay. tick it off, because you are the skipper and you have to ride off on all mega trade <laughs> deals before we go to air, because we are attaching both our names to it. <laughs> I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think. So I've, not after Friday when your mega trade was posted uh, socially, didn't last and then long, did four it? minutes later, one of the picks in your mega trade was shipped off elsewhere. Yeah, if only they'd held. If only they'd held out the mm. list managers and the AFL clubs, because then they would have known that that deal was obviously sweeter and juicier than the mm. one they actually did. So, um, but we live to fight another day. So we'll try and get uh, we'll try and get every party happy, which is never the case when you do a mega trade. But they will have to get into the top ten for Luke Jackson for one of those. Yes, picks. and then if there'll be a future involved, but I'll try and get. As close to pick 10 right. as I can. We'll go with that early. So stay tuned. The mega trade is not far away. We're just going to up in the run sheet and bring it forward. Uh, Sam Wiedemann. So there are reports uh, from The Age. Michael Gleason, Mick Gleason reported that Essendon, they've been quiet, the Bombers. Been quiet in terms mm. of the trade space, not in yeah. terms of what's happening at board level and management level. But the Bombers are... Uh, have emerged as a potential suitor for Sam Wiedemann, a player who's been spoken about. There's always one, isn't there? One who hasn't played a lot. A lot of views are indifferent on on the actual player's performance. Braden Pruce has been in this situation probably. Has, you know, didn't play a lot, but highly sought after. Well, Essendon have emerged as a contender or a suitor for Sam Wiedemann. Make sense to you? Well, I'll tell you, I've got a, a mini trade if you want Mini trade. Begin now. with that. Why don't Sydney just give up their future third for Aaron Francis, and then they can use that future third, pass that on to to get Wiedemann in. So Francis gets to Sydney for the future third, some more opportunity, and then Wiedemann can Wiedemann can play as maybe a depth forward. Depends on the development of of a couple other players that they've got around that um, hundred ninety five to two hundred centimetre mark, like Harrison Jones. I mean, if if Wright and Harrison Jones get going, then. He's going to be a bit part player again, Sam Wiedemann. So mm, I think uh, he, I, I, lo- I like the look of him. Well, sorry, I think he should go and play down back. Really, he can't do it at Melbourne because they've got Lever, May, and Petty. We could do it at Essendon. They're undersized back there with Laverde and Laverde and uh, Jake Kelly. Zach Reed is a talent, but yep. he's emerging and he's young and he's. Yep. You'd think that he should be ready for to hold down a key position. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got to look at him and watch the VFL game between Essendon and Gold Coast, and he's a, he's an, he's becoming an imposing figure. Where's the thirty-one on the back too, like Dustin Fletcher? So mm-hmm. uh, big raps on him. Zerk Thatcher was okay, but he's a little undersized as well. Yeah, he, he actually improved a hell of a he lot. Did, didn't he did, didn't throughout the years? Yeah, Thatcher. so I was a bit. Yeah, but I had either way, on him. for what you what you're coughing up to get Wiedemann, you can have a look at him in both positions and bring him in, not necessarily 
you know, not necessarily with a view on where he needs to play, but just bring him in, give him an opportunity and see what you might have. Well, if you're going to, I mean, they got Peter Wright for a fourth last year. So if they could get Sam Weedham for, for a future third and then Win a BNF. From, from Sydney, and if you could finish top two in the BNF, that'd be handy for them next season. And maybe, you're right, develop him in a different position. I Honestly, there, there wasn't a, a skerrick of my brain, and there's not a whole lot of brain, it must be said, that actually thought that Liam Jones could be a defender when I played with him. Yep. I thought there is no way, no yeah. hope in hell that he's going to play as a key defender. And look what he did. Mm. Completely turned his career around. So it can be more about Liam or Adam? Well, it's probably a little bit of column A and a little bit of column <laughs> B, I would have thought. But yeah, he doesn't have the explosive pace that Liam Jones no. has got, Sam Wiedemann. So. No. And he's, not, he's probably not strong enough to hold himself in the contest. Yeah, he's probably it. still that intercepting type. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. can't imagine he'd be... He'd be much uh, smaller in stature, in l- less of a physical uh, athlete than Harrison Petty. No, but he competes like mm. his life depends on it, Harrison yep. Petty. And we haven't seen that from Sam Wiedemann consistently enough. I mean, he's had some big games and he's had some good moments, but he just hasn't put it together. And he must have been on the list for seven. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Seven. Yeah, six to eight years, probably. Um, Let's go to Mark in Newcastle. He wants to speak about the Jack Bowes deal, but also the man we've been speaking of, Sam Wiedemann. Mark, thanks for giving us a call early on a Monday morning. Yeah, morning, mate. How are you? We're yeah, both well here, Mark. Mark. That's good. Um, two things. Quick one on the Essen supporter. Love your work at the Bombers, mate. Um the Wiedemann, why not? I'll just send whatever Sydney give us for Francis straight to Melbourne. Bang, job's done. Um, play him in defence. They're very similar, Francis and Wiedemann. So, um, except for Wiedemann's got four more centimetres on him. Mm-hmm. So, might as well give him a crack for nothing. Um, and my big one is this whole Bowes deal. So, he's nominated Geelong. AFL's come out and said, you have to give a second round back. And then after that fact, Geelong have gone, ah, we'll trade uh, both our second round and future up to Brisbane for picks. So in my eyes, doesn't that prove that Geelong are all in it just for pick seven and not bows? Otherwise, they would have just flicked over one of those seconds straight away. And if I was bows, I'd be reconsidering my positions. Like Essendon are good to go. Mm. Flick over 22. Bang, they get seven. They got four and seven. They can get involved in a massive mega trade. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's a good call. Uh, um, I think the the um, the love for Jack Bowes is attached to the pick seven, though. So yep. Geelong aren't on that. They're not on their own in saying and pursuing Jack Bowes um, because he's a, an unbelievable player. It's the, the lure of having that pick seven to, to get involved with as well there, Mark. So, I mean, Jack Bowes is a, he's a good player. But the 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 love for him at the moment is obviously attached to that pick. I so, don't I don't think we and should. He's, but he'll get paid more at Essendon, and yeah, you factor that into it as well. Yeah, probably he's probably more, get more opportunity, more certainty of a game too. I don't. Now we're not going to sit here and say clubs, as you said, would take Jack Bowes by itself if the pick seven wasn't there. But there are definitely teams who have a strong opinion of of Jack Bowes as a player. Forget about the salary. Not for 1.5 and forget Yes. Forget about the salary and forget about the pick. There are teams and and people, and probably Gold Coast for that matter, who who have a good opinion of of Jack Bowes. But just once you attach, and this is something we've said throughout, Adam Cooney for a million is less attractive than 
Adam Cooney for 500,000. At 500,000, Adam Cooney, yes, definitely. We want, a, we want a piece of him. But at a million, it's a different conversation. It's the same player with the same skill set and the same abilities, but you just got to attach the value to the player and work out where they fit in. Yeah, uh, um, I agree. And Jack Bowes and um, Gold Coast would love to probably keep Jack Bowes, but they got themselves in this situation where they deferred yep. his payments and put him on a back-ended deal and got themselves into a Caught up pickle. With Adam Trelaw style. So, mm. And it catches up with you. I understand that. So that's why uh, that's pick seven is juicy and it's been attached to it. And then there are a lot of suitors now for Jack Bowes. But, yeah, I think he, he would get paid more at Essendon. He would get more of a guaranteed start in the midfield. And um, then the Bombers could potentially get that pick seven. They end up with four and seven, as you mentioned, Mark. And then, and then you have four or five clubs dealing with Essendon straight away, thinking how can we get attached to those picks and then you give yourself a pretty strong hand leading into the draft if you want to take four and seven into it. A couple of texts here in regards to Sam Wiedemann, 0419 If you want to uh, let us know your thoughts or give us a call, 1300-2355-48. We'll get to Brad in a moment, but this Sam Wiedemann text, Sam Wiedemann is lazy, doesn't work hard enough. I, I think you are confusing that with, Confidence, confidence yep. dips, particularly at AFL level. It's hard. I don't know if you were ever in this position, Coons, but when you come in from the VFL to the AFL, you are longing for an opportunity and you have a very acute awareness, as does everyone else, that you've, your margin for error is so, so small. And some players thrive on that and they thrive on the pressure and others don't cope with the pressure as much and know that one mistake leads to two and leads to me being back in the VFL. I think mm. that's probably more uh, of a conversation or more of an accurate depiction of Sam Wiedemann rather than being lazy and not working hard enough. There aren't a lot of guys who are like that. I think he just probably still battles with having the confidence to really just attack a game and play loose without the stress and fear of being omitted. Yeah. On the he, back of a poor he, he performance. Would, he would understand, given that he's been on an AFL list for for seven years, the work rate required to yeah. be a if forward. He, if he was lazy, he wouldn't probably be around. He wouldn't be on a list. In. Yeah. If they had a look at his GPS numbers after a VFL game and after an AFL game, if he was pumping out you know ten or eleven Ks, then they would be thinking he is lazy and mm. he is not working hard enough. You need to get to thirteen. You need to get to fourteen Ks as a key forward. These days, and I'm, oh, I've got no doubt that if you had a look at his GPS numbers, they'd be on track for that because he, he wouldn't be even in the squad, and he'd be struggling um, to stay on a list if he wasn't putting together that work rate um, each week, whether it's in the VFL or the AFL. I, I just sometimes I think he runs uh, out of position, and he just doesn't have that confidence to to think that and believe that he is the mm, man. Yep, and, and that's yeah. When when you know that one error can can in your own mind, spell another trip in the VFL, another stint in the VFL. It can be uh, unnerving. Uh, Anthony says off the text, I would play Weeders forward next to Peter Wright. We need another type of forward. That's not the worst. If you said to Sam Wiedemann, here you go, bang, Peter Wright's our main man. Go and work in with him. Spend a whole summer together getting in sync. That would give him great confidence. And who knows what might happen for the uh, young man, yep. youngish man. And then you work in, you could you could have three tall forwards down in Essendon's forward line because they've got the, the hybrid uh, power forward down there in Jake Stringer. Um, you could have Harrison Jones, Peter Wright, and also Wiedemann, and then put your smalls around that. Guelphie had a, a great year for the Bombers. 
lurking around at half forward. And then hopefully Anthony McDonald tipping Woody yes. decides he wants to come back to the Bombers and he well, fills up that little forward pocket spot. Might be a bit of a uh, bit of a reach, but we can only hope. Uh, Brad's in Geelong. He wants to speak about Jack Bowes and Ollie Henry before we sneak off to the first break. Brad, uh, good morning. How are you, boys? Good, Brad. Um, quick one. I think we're I think we're underselling Jack Bowes. The guy two years ago was fringes of the All Australian squad. Hello. He had a he's had an ordinary year, and Geelong have been into him for eighteen months. Like that's why he chose Geelong, and even he said in articles um, in the last couple of days, Geelong have been into him for eighteen months. Pick seven is a bonus mm. because we're buying. $1.6 million of contract. Mm. And anyone who wants to buy the contract, they can buy it. But I'd still take Jack Bowes on his own. Like, because I think he's Mitch Duncan uh, in in disguise. He's, next, he's the next Mitch Duncan. Yeah. Which, high praise, which year did you have him? 2021. He averaged 21 disposals. Last year, so. Last, last year he was last around year. the that, that, that was his highest. Yeah. His high, previous to that was 2019 where he averaged... 18 and a half. So. Brad, did you have uh, a point there on uh, Ollie Henry as well? Yeah, I, I would do... if Look, if Collingwood want pick seven, which is what they're going to try and get, I would take 16 and a future second for that for that pick, for seven. Like, just get it done. I, I would yep. get Ollie Henry back home because I think he's, he's another one. He's going to be Rowan's replacement. And it's like for like. Yes, there's not a, there's not the amount of pressure that Gary Rowan puts on, mm-hmm. but he's that he's that player. All right, sixteen in a future seven. What do you think? Uh, second for seven. Well, I think it's going to have to be, be something around that because and Henry and and Henry obviously mm. because and, and did Geelong. Re- I don't know their the strategy and who they've got their eye on, uh, and if there are any Geelong. Kids around that area that I think that are in one. the pick in the top ten, and if there is one, uh, I mean the cats love to take kids close to home, don't they? So, and if there is one that's touted in the top ten, whether it, if he is maybe ten or eleven, the cats will probably just jump and take him at seven if they want to yes. get that pick. Well, I think uh, Jai Clark's a young fella who's been who's a Geelong Falcons boy. Who, uh, who who's supposedly around that seven eight? Yeah, so nine. even even in top sort of twelve projection, mm. the cats would probably want to hold on to seven to pick yes, him there. Yes, indeed. indeed. But uh, yeah, I mean the the Ollie Henry situation. You you want to get more out of the trade than what he was picked up at. Yep. That would be the starting point from Collingwood because he's twenty one goals this year, fifteen games, second year forward. Not bad. Upside is tremendous. Not bad. You're listening to Continental Tires. AFL Trade Radio. Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. A trade news update for Beaumont Tiles. Hey, Tylers, need stock fast? Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up. All right, a uh, Beaumont news update. Now, this should be a a fast-evolving and fast-moving news space, but right here, right now, Melbourne forward, as we mentioned off the top of the show, Sam Wiedemann is set to be on the move to Essendon this off-season, according to the ages Michael Gleeson. The report suggests Wiedemann will join the Bombers for a future third-round selection after the 25-year-old played most of the season in the VFL. Had a good season, played uh, in the ruck as a key forward and spent some time behind the ball as well. Now, Coons, this is your area 
of expertise. The mega deal involving six clubs. Get your uh, okay to use that term, mega deal. (laughs) The mega deal involving six clubs that was in the works to deliver Jason Horn Francis and Junior Rioli to Port have Greater Western Sydney take the number one pick, see West Coast boost its draft hand and give North Melbourne three first-round selections and, by extension, see Jack Gunston join Brisbane. Oof. hope you wrote that down. That is mega. It's all hit a snag through an AFL ruling Boom. on Saturday. What's happened there? Well, you can't – the AFL aren't allowing them to on-trade too many future selections, basically. Well, you can it's either, first and you a can either second, trade future picks or you can't. Why, why would the AFL put the parameters on that anyway? Well, if, if a club is willing to throw away as many futures as know. they want, then why just let them. You what? can either do deals. Let them trade. Or you can't. Restraint of trade, it's called. It is. <laughs> it's the Chris Paul, uh, Chris Paul role when uh, Adam Sil- or David Stern stepped in and uh, vetoed his trade from New Orleans to the Lakers because he thought the Lakers would be too good. <laughs> that's what that's what happened. Well, it's what but we see in NBA a player will get traded for five future picks, mm. four players yeah. and three future third yep. round picks. Like they they can throw away as much as they want. Yeah, it's generally. I think we should be able to as well. It's their job to uh, make would, good decisions. That would be a mega deal. Mega if the AFL be out of a al- job. Uh, allowed that one to go the through. The power of applied to be permitted. So they want to work around. They've been uh, they've applied to trade both its future first and second round selections to make the deal happen. Mm. But under league rules, clubs can trade out a future first round draft selection. But if they do do that, they must retain the rest of their future selections for that draft. If they trade out a second, third, or fourth round future pick, they must hold onto their first rounder for that year. Mm. Which seems that will change. I think. Well, it seems ridiculous. Whether it doesn't, changes yeah. on the fly or it changes long term, that will change. Hey, Tyler, why are they trying to control what clubs yeah, do at I this don't time know. anyway? It's a subtle, it's a subtle move into uh, the trading of future picks. I think they're just sort of trying to go slow, but just let let the clubs make the decisions. If they make bad ones, that's then they'll get a new list manager. Yes. That's the way it goes. Um, hey, Tyler's need stock fast. Belmont tiles are here and ready to help with over one hundred and fifteen. Outlets stocked. Uh, so what do you make of all that? Now, I would think it would take a fair bit. Uh, it would take a fair bit for a six-club mega trade, a real one, not one yeah. of yours. <laughs> it doesn't take a long time for me to You'd imagine formulate them. At the best of times, that deal would have been on some shaky ground. No, no chance that that goes through. So because many... you'd have to get all clubs agree to that. And you'd have to be so far down the line. Well, I guess it's not one transaction, though, is it? It's sort of one it's a rolling thing helping. Mall. Yeah. Yes, it is. So who uh, was the original breaker of that? Who got that exclusive? Was it TB7? Uh, T. Brown, T. Brown. Tom Brown, Tom Brown. Don't because, know. Because he, he, may, have, he may have sat down on his computer and just megged that one up himself over the weekend. I don't think he'd do that, Adam. <laughs> he's, he's a professional. He's a professional. So, uh, we all professional. I think it was well, because we're being paid. <laughs> Are you being uh, paid for this? I think. Uh, I think. Uh, I think it was Tom Brown. We try to always uh, attribute the uh, the uh, source of the story. Now, let's work our way through. We've called this "Who Should Blink First. So some of the some of the bigger names or biggest names who haven't been dealt, and of course, deadline days. What are you? Sixty hours away from. The deadline, something like that. 
60-62. That'll do. Close to it. Sounds good to me. Wednesday night. I think 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock Wednesday? Yes. 8 o'clock Wednesday night is the deadline. Now, let's start with Jason Horn francis the former number one pick. So at the moment, it looks like pick eight and a future first is about as good as it's going to get from Port. It's not for me. North Melbourne, don't blink. Don't blink. Mm. Bring him back. Keep your eyes focused on the prize. Bring him back. Bring him back. I said it's not the mm. it's not the biggest disaster if this deal doesn't get done. It's it's at least three future first uh, three first rounders, uh, which would satisfy me. And and we talk about the competitiveness of Jason on Francis. We've done it a thousand times already. So I would back in uh, his character to have a great year in his second year, and then you might not get. Um, that much for him when he's out of contract at the end of his second year, but that's the risk you take, mm. that your, your club improves, your culture improves, his second year in Melbourne, he feels more at home with the group and learns from some of the lessons of his first year. And, and maybe, maybe, Josh, the mm. end of his second year, he plays 20 games, finishes top five in the best and fairest, yep. has three great mates. The Ruse. Loves the Ruse. They win a few. The, the Ruse win eight games. Alistair Clarkson is coaching yep. and coaching well and turned the kid around. So that's the that's the hope that you'd be putting on it as a North Melbourne supporter if All you right. can't get those three first Ruse, don't blink. That's the first one. Uh, Isaac Rankin. Now, this seems a fait accompli, but our man, our man Sam Edmund said this would go through last Thursday. Well, mm. Sam, yeah. she's Monday. Well, I did trade radio with Sam. He can probably year, hear us, and he dubbed himself the interceptor because of the the, the news that he was intercepting oh, he made on a regular off. occasion. He's and, forced them to back off. <laughs> he's ruined the Isaac Rankin well, deal. As it this stands, year. Isaac Rankin. He's got the dogs into a pickle as well with this uh, Josh Dunkley situation. Uh, he's uh, pretty good, our man. Uh, as it stands, Isaac Rankin for pick five and future pick swaps. Oh, blink. Who blinks? Blink. Oh, I think that, that that deal just makes sense to me. I think it just gets – just do it. Swap it all futures, whatever you do down the road. But send that pick five up there. Um, Gold Coast, blink. All right. Deal. I'm writing deal. Uh, Jack Gunston picking the 30s or 40s to preserve compensation. Yeah, well, they've got the Dan McStay situation, so I'm picking the 40s. Deal. Providing it doesn't hurt their points uh, – Accumulation too much. That's the only query. Yeah, but I, I think they they would be in a situation where they've already worked that out, and they could get yep. Jack Gunston in um, to to get those father sons in the door. Now that's obviously a sticking point with the Dunkley situation because the dogs are saying, "Well, how, how come you haven't mm. organised all this and, and got your ducks in a row for your points for those guys if you have committed to Josh Dunkley?" And Brisbane have said, "Well, we had fifteen on the table as a starting point. We got to that level. Take it or leave it." Mm. He said, "Well, if you don't take this deal, we're going to trade pick fifteen for those other other picks. It didn't happen, and now they find themselves further down. So, yeah, I wonder what will happen now. But I, I think." That will solve this issue with Josh Dunkley. He's definitely hurt us, our Hang man. Hang on, he's sprinted in. The mustard jumper. He's sprinted into the uh, into the back of uh, Colonel Mustard, back of the studio. That's a bit of a concern. Uh, one more, and then we'll go to a break and uh, continue to uh, bust through these. And make sure you give us a call across any of these. Who should blink? Should one club do the deal? Should the other club do the deal? Or should they hold one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight? Or send us a text on 0419-187-323. Uh, one more before we go to a break. Luke Jackson, pick 13 and a future first. 
I'm blink? Not, I'm not blinking. Or deal. I am not blinking on that. Don't blink. As yet. From, I, we, from whose point of view? Melbourne? Yeah, I think there's a way to get into the top 10 uh, okay. a fut- and a future first involved. Are you going to elaborate on that after the break? How to get into the top 10? Yes. Okay, well, on that note, I think we need to scoot off to a break because that's a little bit uh, a little bit exciting, Adam. Uh, you're listening to Continental Tires, AFL Trade Radio. Continental Tires, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. After the break, Adam Cooney will uh, tell the Melbourne List Management crew how they can get into the top 10. You're listening to Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tires today. The Mega Trade for Continental Tires. Trade up to Continental Tires. Engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tires today. All right, Adam Cooney, The Mega Trade, the floor is yours. I'm getting under the desk. Okay. So while I'm looking at it, I'm thinking that it isn't fair for every party, but I'm trying to solve problems. <laughs> <laughs> is that a good way to that introduce you, it? I'm in. Is that a good way to introduce it? Okay. Brisbane are going to give up pick 21, a future first, and Dev Steak Knives Robertson for the dogs in exchange for their man, Josh Dunkley. The dogs are then going to send pick 21 to Fremantle in exchange for Rory Lobb. So Lobb gets to the dogs for pick 21 used with the Dunkley trade. Then Fremantle, they want Luke Jackson desperately. So they are going to say to the Blues, we will give you our picks 13 and 21 that we've just acquired Mm -hmm. for pick 10. And Carlton will say, oh, that's pretty good. We'll take, we'll slide in a few spots and we'll get pick 21. So we'll get two good players Mm -hmm. instead of our pick 10. And then use the pick 10 that Fremantle get from the Blues and a future first round selection for Luke Jackson. So they're in the 10. I got him in the 10. It's best I could do. So, so I said I, I asked St Kilda. I said, "Would you be willing to uh, trade thirteen and twenty-one for pick nine? But they said no because they're keen on McKenzie. So they didn't want to do the deal. So I had to go to the Blues for yep. pick ten, and that's as good as I could get, unfortunately, because eight is tied up in the Port Adelaide deal. Yep. So if you want your two first rounders and you want to get into the ten for Luke Jackson, that's it. So it's ten and twenty-one. So for Jackson. Brisbane, no, it's 10 and a future first. 10 and a future first. Right? And whose future first is that? That's come from the uh, the one that Brisbane gave up in the first place. Okay, so it... No, sorry. So it's tied to Brisbane? So Brisbane, this is what we get, right? Mm. Brisbane get Dunkley. Yes. They give up 21, future first, and Dev Robertson. Yep. The Dogs get Lob and a future first. Okay. And Steak Knives, Robertson. Sorry, Dev, if you're listening. Uh, And they have to give up Josh Dunkley. Yes. Rio get their man Jackson. They give up Lob, pick 13, and a future first. So the future first is just thrown in there. That hasn't come from the Fremantle have just said that. Right. Yep. Carlton get 13 and 21 for that pick 10. Mm -hmm. So the Ds get pick 10, their future first for Luke Jackson. All right. Okay. What do you think? One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Let him know he's sitting right in front of the text machine. Zero four one nine one eight seven three two three. That is zero four one nine one eight seven three two three. So what Let do you think? Know. Do you think that Melbourne 
would be satisfied with that. They're mm. in the 10 and they get a future first. I oh, know they wanted to get higher. Single dig- digits would have been nice, but I, I just couldn't make it happen. So. Yeah. And that's, that. hey, that's why we are here theorising about how a deal can get done because clearly the, the, the teams are having a tough time of getting it done. So go through it. So Melbourne, what, what do you think? Ten in the future first for Jackson, giving up Jackson. Oh, that's why I was. Are, ten, you, are you happy or unhappy? The future that? first is key. I think if it's going to be in the in the in the in the back half of round one, well, it might be. No, might, if it's might be sixteen. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> if it's going to be pick eight, then I, I'm I'm keen. Okay, so let's hope that Fremantle have a poor year next year. Then. Well, yes. Now Fremantle will probably push back as well against. 13, giving up 13. Future first. Future first. And lob. And lob. Mm. That's a fair uh, heist. But that they want their man. They do. No, I agree. You got to give up a bit to get, I, I get a player it. like I Luke get Jackson. It. Don't, don't attack me. No, no, um, I'm just saying. I get it. What about me. the dogs? Uh, lob, Robertson, future first for Dunkley? I think they'd be, they'd couldn't, be pretty couldn't happy with that. couldn't be talking down our man Dev Robertson anymore. No, uh, he's, he's got to look at his future. Doesn't he? I mean, there's Ashcroft who's walking into the midfield next year. Nah, well, Dunkley Reece, who's walking into the midfield Reece next Madison's year. Reese Madison's already identified it. The barometer knows. He, he knows. knows he's on the outer. Um, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. What do you think? It'll be up on the social soon at Adam Cooney 17. What about the Blues? Is that right? The Blues happy to get two picks for the number 10? Well, that's that's another thing I'd like to throw out there. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. So just map out that little pick swap. So... 13 and 21. For 10. For 10. Would you do that? I would. If I had picked 10, yep. I would do that deal. I would slide back to 13 and t- take 21. I would absolutely do that because this is not the NFL where it's, oh, there's a quarterback. There's two quarterbacks at around 10. And if they if they go, then we're buggered. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. There's, there's our players a, are a lot a more fluid. Similar. Yeah. I would absolutely trade out 10 for 13 and 21. Mm. Absolutely, I would. Okay, let us know, Blues fans. Yes. So a couple coming in off the text. First one from Scott. Great mega trade. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate that. Uh, that's the only one we'll that's read That's actually out. real. <laughs> that's, that's come from my burner account. Uh, Mel, uh, this one, Melbourne said top seven, not top 10. So I've got to go back to, to Fremantle, back to the drawing got, board. That's going to be difficult, and hence why we probably are sitting where we are sitting. Um Speaking of Devin Robertson, uh, Brendan over there in Esperance, nice and early in the morning. What time is it, isn't it? It's 20 to 7 in the morning, isn't it? Uh, Devin, uh, Brendan, sorry, you want to speak about Devin Robertson? Good morning from uh, over in the West. Yeah, how you going, guys? Yeah. Good. Um, I just thought I'd um, disagree with Coons. He's going to go to the Bulldogs because I, I really think the Eagles can probably. Uh, chuck it like an early 20 pick in and um, getting back to Western Australia. So I reckon they're the sort of uh, West Aussie lads, West Coast needs to get back home. Yeah, so. well, he was the sort of the unlucky man who wasn't picked up in the first round of the draft and had to, to sit in the room and wait for to be picked out the next morning. And unfortunately, um, he hasn't made his way uh, into the side regularly. So it might be a good call to send him back West, Brendan. I'm, I'm not sure in terms of uh, yeah. the value that he get in terms of the 20s. That you that you're after, but he could be a player that could certainly fill a role uh, in that West Coast midfield. They need some some talent coming through, don't they? 
What about that? Oh team? yeah, and just get some young, yeah, get some young fellas back. Um, obviously he's uh, Darren Glass's nephew, so I mean it's a perfect fit. And um, yeah, I mean I think he was picked up in that early twenties, so I um, mean obviously he got a few games in the finals, so maybe uh, maybe a, a similar pit back. I reckon would be a perfect would be sort of a good deal. I like it. Nice. Thanks, Brendan. Appreciate your uh, call uh, from over there in Esperance. And Rhett Lachlan's uh, text, just some light humour uh, directed your way. Honestly, my favourite mega trade of the year. Sincerely, Adam's burner account, Geelong. So this one, uh, Mel- which is actually from Lachlan, he's just trying to be funny, and he's done a good job of it. Melbourne more likely to accept thirteen and twenty-one than ten. So no, there was a future. There's a future first involved in that. So it's probably going to be ten and let's say mm. fifteen. Yeah. Mm. Lions supporter not happy with Deb, Dev Robinson and me uh, branding him with the state Well, Lions. Jack Crisp is really not happy with the term. Uh, well, he's a double – he's a two-time. He is. I wouldn't probably care that much if I was – I think the, if you – Particularly pro- once you've you know, yeah. well and truly yeah, – You prove everyone wrong mm. and then you can – you can say whatever you want, but now yeah, there's been a few steak knives deals, and I was look, I was a bit upset to put Dev in. I'll, yep. I'll admit, maybe I should have gone with the barometer, given maybe. that he's already said that um, he may find himself on the outer. Played some good footy late in the year when he got his opportunity as well. Uh, after the break, we're going to keep working through. We've got our trade rewind, and we're going to go back to 2018, and this is a bit of a controversial. Deal, one that's been uh, criticised a lot from one side and absolutely praised from the other. So we'll get to that after the break and we'll keep working through some of these uh, big names who have to find a way to get to their club of choice. Speaking about Brody Grundy, Jacob Hopper, Ollie Henry, Tom Mitchell, Rory Lobb, Willie Rioli. We'll speak about Matt Crouch's future as well and whether that's in Adelaide doing it tough in the SANFL or whether someone... We'll bob up and give him an opportunity. All that after the break. You're listening to Continental Tires, AFL Trade Radio, Continental Tires, engineered in Germany and proven in Australia. The Trade Rewind for Pazload. All new Pazload Trim Master, built to perform. Reliability, comfort, performance. In store now. All right, we're back. Oh, yeah. We didn't get a little stinger there, but uh, not to be. I was just checking there. Oh, was it? I was just checking the. Uh, that's what happens when you check the NFL scores in the break and uh, lose a bit of concentration. Uh, but um, this is, that's how uh, it goes sometimes. Now, it's not the NFL trade period, Josh. Focus. No, well, it's not. Uh, it'll be on soon as well. Now, this trade rewind, and it's all uh, all thanks to the all new Pazlo Trim Master, built to perform reliability, comfort, performance in store. Now, now we go back to 2018. We teased this before the break. and It's a little controversial, and some people want to cover their ears. But the Lockie Weller trade, you always name them. <laughs> and this is how it went down. Gold Coast received Lockie Weller, pick 41, which turned out to be Charlie Ballard, and a 2018 round three pick, which went unused. 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 Pass. So Weller and Ballard. Wellard. Fremantle received Brandon Matera, who had a, a decent little knock for Freer. Little stint of fish. And pick two, which became the this year's uh, MVP, Andrew Brayshaw. Yeah, well, and I mean, in hindsight, it sounds ridiculous and it mm. sounds outrageous, but you have to remember 
what situation the Gold Coast Suns were in at that stage, where they had regularly players asking for trade at the end of the season. They found it tough to recruit. They weren't going well on field. They saw this as an opportunity to get someone in the door and hopefully begin the change of culture mm-hmm. at the Gold Coast Suns. Yep. And you can argue that they missed out on a potential Brownlow medalist in Andrew no, you probably can't argue that they missed out. <laughs> they did miss out on a potential. The they only argument did. is whether he wins a brown line or not. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, you've got to – and maybe, that, that maybe, maybe he was the first cog mm. that turned the tide for the Gold Coast Suns in getting some of these players up. And they've had some reasonable success in, in trading players in over the last few years. And they're starting to turn the culture around. Isaac Rankin hurts. Uh, Lukosius re-signed um, a couple of years ago. Yep. So Ben uh, King was the big one, wasn't yeah, he? There's some good yeah. signatures, and they've got a couple of stars. Matt Rao will obviously improve. Uh, Anderson. Noah Anderson has gone past. Matt Are they Rao. all committed long term? I don't think long term. I think uh, short to medium. They feel committed, though, don't they? Yeah, I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll leave those two, which is great for the Gold Coast Suns. Hopefully, Ben King doesn't leave. As oh, well, that would be a blow. That that'd, would be that'd be devastating. But they had to do that. I think they had to do that deal. Mm. And we talk about Brayshaw and how loyal he is as a person, and he's a, a terrific young leader. But I just found themselves they were in a situation where they thought, well, we, we've got someone that is a a pretty handy player that we don't have to worry about leaving in the next yep. four to five years. Mm. And he's a brilliant kick of the footy. Um, Maybe sell a few memberships because of his uh, gorgeous boyish good looks as well, Lockie Weller. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that was what they speculated. Maybe but, it was. I mean, in hindsight, you probably take Brayshaw, but they—I I f- I feel like they were—they uh, were tied to a situation that they—they they had to pull the trigger on yeah. early. Yeah, understandable. Uh, we're going to get to—that was our uh, trade rewind back from 2018. So the Lockie Weller trade. We're going to get to. Uh, a couple of your best twenty twos as well. You gave us Adelaide and the Power on Friday, and you've got Carlton and Frio. Carlton and for Frio us, uh, today. Um, why don't you? Why don't you give us one now? Who do you want to? Who do you want to? Uh, who do you want? We'll get. We'll go with it after the break. Just tease. Which club are you going to go with first? I'll go with Frio first because oh, you uh, keep the Blues fans hanging. I like uh, it. It's a good hook. I think post trade uh, we'll have Luke Jackson in the Fremantle best twenty-two. If he has a big preseason, I think he might slide into the twenty-two <laughs> at the Dockers. So uh, we'll do them first, and then we'll Blues. We'll, we'll fire up the Blues fans in the second hour. But all right, we got Get, Johnny. Johnny from Broadbeach. Does he want to have a chat? Uh, do we want to chat? Yeah, we'll chat to Johnny from Broadbeach. He wants to speak about Jack Bowes potentially, maybe upset that Jack's leaving. The Suns, John. Good morning. Morning, guys. How are you going? Good well, yes, we're going well, thank you. Uh, what would you like to chat to us about in regards to Jack Bowes? I listened to Soss and um, Matty Randell last week. They both went through the Cats' best 22, and they both made it very clear that they can't see him fitting in playing for Geelong next year. So it's 12 months out of AFL, basically. That's what they were saying. So why wouldn't uh, Jack go to the Hawks or the, or Essendon and get pick six or seven for the Hawks, play in the midfield straight away, more money, longer contract, where you've got two professionals and you two guys, where Soss and Randall's saying he won't play in the senior side next year for the Cats. Mm. 
Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good call, John. It's it's an interesting one. It's one we're probably still wrapping our head around because we haven't seen a situation like this before, where a player's been attached to a high draft pick, which has been attached to money. So we're probably still wrapping our head around it as well. But um, yeah, I don't mind the call. Well, he's backing himself in, I think. And, he... and environment plays a big part. I, I think this is an environmental call as much as anything. The the football's not not secondary, and his role in the team's not secondary, but it's it's you know it's it's legendary and off the back of a premiership, it always gets uh, I guess highlighted. But Geelong's lifestyle and all the things that go along with it, you and I can attest to the the nice quiet lifestyle down there. So I think that's a as big a part in it as anything else. Yeah, and I think he's he's competing for a spot with, say, O'Connor, uh, Tanner Bruin, who's going to end up at the footy club, uh, Brandon Parfitt as well, Cooper Stevens, who's played a few games, and Mitch Nevitt, who we, we saw have a taste at yep. AFL level there, and Sam Menegola. So this is, I mean, this is because Guthrie... He's your he's your starting midfielder. I've got still got Duncan and Holmes on the on the wings. Um, Salwood spots up for grabs. Well, then you've got Dangerfield and Blitzarves in the middle. Mm. So I mean, it's a, still a pretty handy um, starting midfield there. But yeah, there's there's probably one spot. Um, Tommy Atkins will start yep. in the twenty two as well. So there might be one spot available for six or seven guys to to fight it out, and he can back himself in at the right time of year. It's it also helps when you, you see a side win a premiership. And then they mm. want you to come to their club. It's obviously pretty enticing to no think, doubt. well, what can be in 12 months' time? I've been toiling away at the Suns, haven't played in a final yet. I could be playing in a grand final next year. Mm. At, Who knows? At and Geelong. Geelong managed and rotated players all season long, so there'll be opportunities. And, you know, if they bring in a player like Jack Bowes and, and Tanner Bruin for that matter, they're going to want to expose them and give them opportunities. So, well, and once you thing, get in. It? When you're a new player that's been traded in, you, fir- you get first crack at that's it. That's right. And once you get in. Make him drop someone else. Play well enough, and it's easier said than done. But the option is to play so well that they've got to look at dropping someone else. It's also easy to play well on a good side. Mm. Agreed. I like it. I like it. All right, let's uh, scoot off to a break. And then Adam Cooney is going to drop – oh, hello. Sam Edmonds just dropped a little hello. tweet on us. At Sammy underscore Edmund. Things can always change. But as it stands, there will be no trade – of Hunter Clark by St Kilda to North Melbourne. The Kangaroos have been very interested, but it appears the Saints have now decided to retain Clark, who has another year to run on his contract at Moorabbin. I think that's a smart decision because I love Hunter Clark as a player and he had some some class uh, through that St Kilda midfield, which is desperately needed. Jeez, he's had some, some, uh, some horrible injuries. And he hasn't had a good run at it, but I think it's a smart decision from the Saints to hold on to Hunter Clark. It is. So that was uh, per Sammy Edmund, who's uh, one of the best in the business when it comes to breaking news at SEN. All right, we're going to, uh, as I said, Frio fans, do not go far. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight on the other side of this uh, quick break. Adam Cooney is going to drop your best 22 for next season. You're listening to Continental Tires, AFL Trade Radio, Continental Tires, engineered in Germany and proven in Australia. That's a plus for Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today. Indeed, that's a plus for Host Plus. Sam Wiedemann's uh, potential or probable 
move to Essendon. That's been the uh, topic of the morning, Coons, as we wait for a few other bits and pieces to be uh, done regarding some of the bigger names across the trade period. But Sam Wiedemann's probable move to the Bombers. We spoke about it off the top, but just to recap, your thoughts on the prospect? Cheap and worth a risk. Yep. I reckon. Not a lot of risk involved, is there? Well, no. When if you're really? talking to future third rounder, we've got Peter Wright for a fourth rounder um, in last year's trade period. And he won the best and fairest. So they're already ahead there. Why not have another go at a um, key forward with a, a fair amount of upside? You hope. I li- you I, hope. I like it. I like it. Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians, run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today. Now, you teased the Fremantle best 22. There's a bit to un, uh, unfold over the next few days, but you have forecast what it will look like. Round one, 2023. We don't know who they're playing yet, but you don't care. You've already picked a 22. Yep. Fire away. Post-trade uh, best 22 yes. coming up here for the Dockers. Uh, back three, Luke Ryan. Alex Pierce, James Aish. I've got Young, Cox, and Wilson rounding out the back six. I've pushed uh, O'Driscoll onto the wing, Brayshaw in the middle, Jordan Clark on the other wing, Lockie Schultz half forward flank, Luke Jackson at centre half forward, Nat Fife on the other half forward flank. Mm. Sonny Walters in the pocket, Tabana full forward, and Sam Switkowski is the other forward pocket, though, that's the 15. Starting rookies, Sean Darcy, Caleb Sarong, and Will Brody are my followers. On the pine, Walker, Frederick, Amiss, and Joel Hamling mm. squeezes in. Premiership my defender. 22, Joel Hamling. And there has been a little bit off the text about a potential uh, rumour or two that he may be heading to another club, but. Um, a bit similar to, to Griffin Logie's. He's had some injuries and then um, Pierce and, and Cox playing so well as those keys with Luke Ryan as the third sort of intercepting defender. It's uh, it's a hard one at the moment. So I've got Nat Fife starting at half forward. Not sure how he thinks about that himself. No, I think that's he's going to be a mid forward, forward mid, isn't he, from from here on out? Yep. Because But if Tabin is fit, uh, Luke Jackson can continue to develop as a forward, and he doesn't kick a lot of goals yet, mm. but he'll get some time in the ruck and also through the middle of the ground as well, I think. You can put him in a centre bounce next to those guys and, and sprint forward. Imagine Jackson, Fife and Brayshaw and Darcy mm. in a centre bounce. Not very, bad. Very nice. Then uh, one of the little Sarong or Will Brody mm. push forward as well and kick you a goal every now and then. It's it's a pretty good looking It is. 22. It is. This is Trade Mornings for Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians and Toyota. Toyota certified, pre-owned in a class of its own. Josh Jenkins and Adam Cooney with you through to until 11 o'clock. What do you, uh, what do you, what do you think about Fremantle's prospects? Nah, I, lo- I like Fremantle. Saw them play a few times this year. Saw them play... Uh, against the Saints, and the Saints were in control of the game at halftime, and then they just, Freo just flicked a switch. And what I loved about them was the steadiness in the back half, so with ball in hand, steadiness in the back half, because they don't have a lot of leg, leg speed back there. And as soon as they crossed halfway, they were they were potent and dangerous and zippy and speedy in the front half. They got three or four or five smaller 
quicker guys who can hit the scoreboard. You know, so any one of them can bob up and kick two or three. Banfield and those types. Witkowski, guys you mentioned, can bob up and kick two or three because they need a cameo most weeks. This is probably a bit of a weakness as well. So off the text, where yeah, is I'll Chapman? Like, left him out. Yeah, well, um, on a long-term deal. I just couldn't. Well regarded. I just couldn't find. It's a good sign. Take it as a good sign. A spot for him, but maybe he can take. I don't know. Maybe it's a, a, a if he gets in before Jai a miss. She's your uh, easily went, swayed. There's not even out. any. Well, I'm, I'm always happy not to even take any, feedback. Uh, to criticism in it's just a query. Free Fremantle supporters know their twenty-two better than I. So I'm happy to hear and listen to all terms of mm. feedback about that 22. Uh, it's very strong. What's a pass mark for well, they, Jackson? Oh, for Jackson? Yeah, in terms of, let's say he, his split is 60-40, midfield, ruck, and yep. forward. So 60 midfield, ruck, yep. 40 forward. Mm. Is it 25 goals? Does he need to kick a goal a game? You'd At love him least. to be goal a game. At the very least. You would love him to be a goal a game operator. Um, I think that's probably his ceiling in terms of goals. Because it doesn't come naturally to him in the front half. It's just just not not, not something that he doesn't look natural. He doesn't look to have a lot of craft in the front half of the ground. Now he's so young, he might develop that. And he might also become just an overpowering specimen that can just impose his will on defenders and just outmark them. But uh, he doesn't look to have too many ways to get a goal at the moment. So a goal a game probably tops him out. But if he can, I think it, what's if they can get a goal a game or one point two goals a game from he he and Darcy combined, that's not a bad result. Yeah. Because if you look at Gorn and Jackson combined, their goals per game. I'll have a look. At it in the mo- in a moment, Gorn and Jackson's goals per game together is, I think, more important than just worrying about what Jackson does solely as a forward. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's a good call, and hopefully you get Tabiner out there for a, for a full season. Then Nat Fife, let's just say his splits fifty fifty. Yeah, he can easily get you a goal a game. Mm. Nat Fife in in the time that he spends forward, you'd like, love him him to get up to sort of one point five. A game as well, then all of a sudden the the Achilles heel of Fremantle becomes a, a really dynamic um, strong point for them with different guys rotating through there and scoring regularly. So um, we don't have to rely on um, Tabana to be fit and kick fifty goals. Twenty four goals they got between them, Gorn and Jackson. It's yep. not too bad. You'd love it to be thirty. Yep. Because then you de- then you are you know you're guaranteeing yourself a goal or a little bit better than a goal a game from. Your your four your ruck is in the forward line because yeah. that's what it is. You can look at Jackson and say, well, he plays less uh, less ruck time, so he needs to kick more goals. But the the reality is, one of those two guys is likely in the forward half for the whole game. So to get one or so goals from them is more important than worrying about what Jackson does on his own. And and the same can be said with Jackson and Darcy next year. Yeah, but it, what they can do as, with a, the, as a the, team, the money that that will be paid to Luke Jackson, it's. It's uh, minimum expectation that that he does that yep. and produces that in terms of the dollar value that he's going to be that he's placed on himself and that Fremantle were willing to pay him. So, yeah, it's a it's a good balance. I'd also like to see him start in a centre bounce with Darcy, uh, just as a genuine mm. midfielder. Get him into the game, can sprint hit bodies, forward. and yeah. get involved. I like it. Uh, Frio fans, 
You've just heard it. Your best 22 leading into next season. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Let us know what you think. Give us a call or zero four one nine one eight seven three two three. We'll get through a couple more of these uh, big names who are waiting to be dealt. Uh, Brody Grundy at the moment. Now, we know there's finances attached to this, so the Pies are reportedly willing to pay 300000 of his reported million that he's owed for the next five years. Pick 27 is what's on the table at the moment. Blink, deal, or other? Deal. Do the deal for 27. Deal. Gee. That feels light for, for mine. Yeah, but it, the, the lightness of the pick and the heaviness of the <laughs> the deal in terms of how much Brody Grundy is being paid <laughs> equal itself out yeah. to medium, I think. Mm. Like, and they're going to get him for, yes, that's, what is it? Well, I, I, I don't know if he's on a million dollars exactly, but it's around that sort of mark, isn't right. it? Whereas call it 300, bloody. 600, call it? Yeah. Yeah, say 600. Yeah. Okay. Pick, twick, pick 27 and I think it's, it's, I'm more worried about how they work together rather than giving up, rather than that pick 27. Yeah. See, I'm not as worried. I think they're going to do some forward half, back half sharing of the ruck. So as in Gorn takes the uh, centre bounces and then sits behind the footy, and Grundy comes up to take the ruck, and they yeah. effectively have that and loose, I think loose man as Gorn. Either way, they can both they can both do the job in the front half or back half equally as well. I'm more comfortable with both of them being behind the ball. Agreed. Rather than front. Agreed. But Max Gorn is very good. So defensively, he's amazing getting behind the ball. A lot of the love goes to Lever and May, but when you watch the Ds, Max Gorn's uh, willingness to run from side to side to get down the line and intercept and, and impact is amazing. He could do that in the front half, uh, particularly when he knows, because I think he not saves his energy, but he doesn't run as hard when they've got the ball to try and get in those spots because he knows that he plays such an important role as the yeah. In the team defence, if he knows he's got Grundy there, I think he could. I think he could be a dangerous. I'm, I'm not talking about two marks inside fifty a game. I'm talking about two or three marks, you know, eighty from goal that then send them inside fifty because yeah. they're just as important as you know taking those marks. Well, you need that uh, player who can take a contested mark for you long down the line, and we've seen him do it a thousand times mm. before. We've seen more likely to do it on the defensive side. We understand that, but. Yeah, I've seen him run forward and, and take a lot of um, sort of pack-crashing marks yep. in forward 50 yep. too. So, And he's had big games where he's kicked, you know, his handful of goals also. So, um, yeah, well, I, yeah I'm just, I don't know. It just depends on if they're happy to split that mix mm. or if someone wants to play sort of 70 or 80% as a ruck, then where does it leave them as a forward? Because if they're just stuck as a centre half forward for five, seven, ten minutes, I don't think that suits them how they play or yeah. Melbourne style of play. Probably agree on that one. Uh, after the break, we're going to get him stuck in. There's a few more. So Hopper, Henry, Mitchell, Lobb, and Rioli, and I think they're all being offered unders. I think they might all be holds. Don't blink. But we'll get your view, Adam Cooney, on those uh, after the break, and we're also going to go into the Carlton best twenty-two. They played some good footy this year, but were absolutely struck down by injuries throughout the season. So we'll uh, get to that 
And your calls and texts after the break, one 48 or 0419-187-323 to send us a text. You are listening to Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio, Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Welcome back. This is Trade Mornings for Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians and Toyota. Toyota certified, pre-owned in a class of its own. Josh Jenkins and Adam Cooney with you for the next 40 minutes, 39 minutes now, all the way up to 11 a.m. And then we're out of here, Coons. We've got a bit of ground to cover. You've got to drop the Carlton best at 22. Yes. I do. Uh, Go. Well, I'm well, you want to you want to you want to just hold it a little bit longer. No, I've just got to tidy up a few things from okay. the Fremantle Best Twenty Two and some feedback that I received <laughs> there off the text. Heath Chapman is in the starting back six, better than Wilson Am Hamling. That is uh, Paul from Wellard. Thank you for that. Have to agree on a few things. Chapman is in the best 22. Hamley hasn't played for the last couple of seasons. No leg speed out of the back line. Walker or Clark provide a lot of run and carry out of the back. Either of those could play the vacant Acres wing role. Yeah, I have. Uh, I had Jordan Clark on the wing. And Wilson, he's got a bit of speed, doesn't he, off a, off a half-back flank? So gorgeous ball use from Hayden Young on mm. one back flank and then a bit of speed from, from Wilson off the other. So... Um, Fremantle's first three picks from the 2021 draft, pick eight, Jai Miss, pick 10, Neil Erasmus, and pick 21, Matt Johnson, will all be pushing for round one selection next year from Brett and Geraldton. Thanks for that, Brett. Yeah, we saw a, a bit of those, um, certainly the first two uh, this year, and both got great futures. So, yeah, that's a good call. Uh, I just don't know if I could pick them straight away um, to start round one in 2022. But a big preseason, who knows? So... Uh, it's a very good-looking Fremantle 22, and they've got big things to look forward to next year. So let's yes, move on. Come on, the Navy Blues, let's the best 22. The, let's move on to the Blues. The best team I saw that I've seen not to make the final. <laughs> yeah. That's what I termed well, the Blues this year. I said out of uh, Melbourne, I think it was Melbourne um, and a couple of others throughout the year, that Carlton looked most likely to win the flag. At one stage, mm. out of the sort of you know the yeah, big I, yeah. the big one I, or two, I had them in a prelim at one stage. Exactly. They did get a lot of injuries. They looked good. Uh, Sam Doherty, Jacob Wietering, Caleb Marchbank, like it. Sard, Jerry, not not Jeremy, Mitch McGovern, Jeremy's brother mm-hmm. at centre half back, and Zach Williams on the couple other. Couple of guys need to stay fit there. Yes, no doubt about that. Uh, Sam Walsh has been pushed out to the wing. Yep, sorry, Sam. Paddy Cripps in the guts. Blake Akers straight onto the other wing for the Blues. Matty Kennedy, your midfield rotation starts on the half-forward flank with uh, Sir Charles or King Charles, if you want to call him that now. Zach Fisher on the other half-forward flank. Corey Durden, Harry Mackay, and Jack Martin in the other pocket. The Ruck, I've gone with Tom DeConing over Mark Pitanay. Yep. So there's a, there's a lot of talk about those goals, those three of those, Tom DeConing, Silvani, and Pittenate. Can they play in the same side together? So I've gone with the big fella. TDK is my starting ruck. Adam yes. Chera, George Hewitt as my followers. On the pine, Jack Silvani's in for me. I think he holds his spot because he's so versatile and the, the team first role that he plays for the Blues. Always O'Brien and Newman round out the interchange. So... Who's stiff? Lewis Young is unlucky. Pitonate is unlucky. Ed Kerno, Jordan Boyd is unlucky. Um, and Oscar McDonald. So 
Who have I missed out, Blues fans? Yes, let us know. I reckon this will uh, incite a few. 0419 to send Adam Cooney a text. That's his direct line. Should the pit play over Tom DeConing? Well, I've got one that I'm not happy about, but Blues fans, one three hundred twenty three fifty five. 48, give us a call, let us know. So it's going to be tough for Oscar McDonald, obviously, to get a game uh, Yeah, I'm year. not worried about Oscar. He's delisted. Oh, no. Which is why I didn't have him in the best 22, Of course, obviously. well, how could he be in the best 22? Yeah. That's, of why, course. He's, that's why he What's was What's anyone out? worried about? <laughs> uh, Lewis Young. Yes. I mean, come on, sir. He... You play before Mitch? Yes. Okay. Yes. For a couple of reasons. He had a very good season, yes. one. Mitch has been oft injured. Yes. And he's bigger. So you got Marchbank. So just run through that back six for me. I want to spend a bit of time on this because Sam Doherty. Doherty. Tick. J- Jacob Weedering. Tick. March. Caleb Marchbank. It, tick with a question mark. Okay. Sard. Tick. Zach Williams. Uh tick with a question mark. And Mitch McGovern. Over Lewis. Question Young. mark. Uh did you have a defender on the bench? I had uh, Newman. Nick Newman. Okay. <clears throat> Question mark. So not a key defender on the bench as such. Uh, give me your forward six or seven. Matt Kennedy. Yep. Charles Kerno. Tick, tick. Zach Fisher. Uh, tick. Yes. Corey Durden. Tick. Mackay. Tick. And Jack Martin. Tick with a question mark. Oh, oh, he's on the bench. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tick, tick, tick him off. Uh, midfield. Sam Walsh. Tick. Paddy Cripps. Tick. Blake Akers. Tick. Chera. Tick. Hewitt. Tick. And DeConing. And Tom. Which is a tick. I agree. Uh, DeConing should be uh, preferred over Pit net to mm-hmm. start the season. Now, nice. form can dictate what it looks like. Who was your fourth player on the bench? I miss someone. Uh, Lockie O'Brien. Now, I've got him. It's Jack Silvani. Jack Silvani. Okay, of course, you've gone with uh, Silvani as the backup ruck. I like that. I really like that group. Uh, so, there he is, the main man, Rod. Uh, so, Sam Doherty, Jacob Wiedering, Caleb Marchbank. Do you like that back three? Or do you like the back six? Adam Saad, Mitch McGovern at centre-half back. He's going to have to hold down a... Key post alongside Marchbank and Zach Williams. Sam Walsh out in the wing. Patrick Cripps, Blake Akers. Not too many complaints there, I wouldn't think. Then Fisher, the Coleman medalist, Charlie Kerno and Matt Kennedy. He can't even get into the midfield. That's how strong it is. Durden, Harry Mackay and Jack, Sul, uh, Jack Martin, sorry, in the forward line. Is Jack Martin a lock? Let us know. Apparently Tom DeConing, Adam Chera and George Hewitt in the guts. And then Owies, Lockie O'Brien, Nick Newman, and Jack Silvani. Apologies to uh, Ed Kerno, Lewis Young, and Mark Pitnett, who might be your emergencies. And a lot of people telling me that Oscar McDonald was delisted. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> That's why he's not in the 22. That's why he's not in the 22. Come uh, on, people. How far down the list? Now, he's on the, the trade block, as uh, in a sense. But how far down the list is Paddy Dow? Paddy Dow? It was probably in the 30s. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably 10, a, 10 ahead of him that are, are okay. vying for a game. So uh, I think all right. Have we seen enough of Paddy Dow to, to know that he's a he's, he has a crack? Well, he's behind those guys. But his, uh, his skills and decision-making are He's his, just, his he's just behind them. That's just that simple. Uh, Damon, or Damon, is in Craigie Burn. You want to talk about Carlton's best 
22. Welcome to Trade Mornings. How are you, boys? We are both well. What do you think about Carlton's best 22? Would you make any changes? Yeah, I think you're missing out uh, the young kid, Jesse Motlop. I think mm. he's definitely got the spot uh, over Owies next year. And then the other one, I think uh, potentially Young would be fighting with Marchbank for that last uh, key position post. So Ooh, okay. I reckon he'd probably be ahead of him at this stage. Damon, can I ask you, so if you had to pick uh, two out of these three, two out of Marchbank, McGovern and Lewis Young, which two would you pick? You can only have two of the three. I think I'd probably pick Young and McGovern at this stage just because we haven't seen enough of Marchbank yet. Okay. All right. Thanks, Damon. Thanks for the call. Much appreciated. Uh, I'm I'm strongly in the corner of Lewis Young. You I, I thought he had a sensational season. First, he, he when Wiedering went down, he just he was just able to hold the fort, man the fort for a little while. He was very good intercepting the ball, more so with his fist than marking. But that's fine. You can't you know the, those intercepting. He's a simple player. Marking players. He just he's a big body too. He takes some of that pressure off Weedering, not always having to think, oh geez, where well, I've got to get back to Hawkins. I've got to get back to the biggest forward every time because Marchbank can't swap with me because he's too small. McGovern's too small. So Lewis Young just plays a an important role. And I, I thought he I saw a lot of Carlton's games this year and I thought he had a very good season, considering where he came from, the VFL. With Footscray. Yeah, well, which begs the question, like how how do the dogs not see Well, I don't him? know. I actually played on him in a VFL game last year, so in 2021, and I asked him, he was, you know, he was a, there was a couple of contests where I thought, you know, I thought, oh, I've got you here. I've got you cold. And he was able to use his, you know, big body, strong body, and, and um, you know, put, and, Get a fist in there and and yep. and do what he needs to do. And I, I actually you were thought, cooked though by that stage. <laughs> I was I was mentally I was. <laughs> uh, I asked. I said, "What's you know? What's the go?" Because the dogs didn't have any tall defenders. Yeah, I know. well, that's the thing they gave. Yeah, it's, it's, and I, I just he didn't. You know, he's diplomatic and he's a, he seems like a bit of a you know different cat in a good way. But um, I couldn't work it out. And I, yeah, I'm, you're you're dis, dissing my man as well. But Marchbank, there there are big raps on on Marchbank, so. Uh, I can understand why you're keen to get him in there. McGovern's an interesting one. He looked good, didn't he, in the first, what, the last two games down there before he got a bit of an injury. So he looked really good, yep. intercepting, penetrating kick, takes the game on, but I just think they might need a bit more size. So let us know, Blues fans, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Give us a call. Well, they're letting us know off the text, well, which is the number. I won't read the text out text number out. You can get no. through a few, and then I'll read it out, and we'll get the next layer. Uh, no chance Lewis Young doesn't play. He's a gun. Oscar McDonald has been delisted. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, you've lost your marbles, Coons. Pitto <laughs> and Young definitely in. Jack Martin doesn't do enough. Uh, he was the one I had a Julian question on too. Don't worry about Epping. the salary. Uh, it's the productivity that concerns me with Jack. Yes. And uh, Henry from Moama says, I like Pitanay over, is it Pitanet or Pitanay? We worked that out. Oh, over oh. Tom DeConing because when he wasn't there, when he got injured early in the season, we weren't very good in the ruck. So... There's a couple of uh, changes to the 22 that the Carlton staunch uh, faithful would like to make. So I'm happy to take that on board. Maybe Lewis Young slides in for Caleb Marchbank. Yeah, I just... But I'm keeping Mitch McGovern a, in. From a size point of view. No, I, that's okay. I'm fine with that as long as you've got Lewis Young in front of one of those two. I I, I could even entertain... One, you might have too many defenders in there, but 
probably I'd probably entertain McGovern or Marchbank in front of Newman. Okay. I know Newman's a little smaller and a tiny bit more versatile, and yeah, then I'm you maybe going... lose that defender who can play on a medium-sized forward or a dangerous forward. But yeah, I, I think... just I needed someone who can use the footy over the back half, and if you well, got Marchbank, hang on, uh, Weedering, McGovern, hang on. Yeah, I know you want to get into the hands of Sard and Williams. You've got Sard, Williams, and and Doherty. Yeah, but you and, need and a... Weedering's a better kick than. Most key defenders. I think you need a medium-sized ball user to rotate through there rather so than just you, another you, key back. You have to be a certain size to be able to kick. Yes. <laughs> in, Your size. In my experience, 185 <laughs> is perfect for it. <laughs> what about 196, which is what Weedering is? Kick goals. No. Stop, stop goals. Stop goals. All right. Let us know, Blues fans, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Let us and get involved, as many are doing on the text line Zero four one nine one eight seven three two three. And you're listening to Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio. Continental Tires, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. We'll get to the news after the break. Sam Wiedemann, Hunter Clark, and uh, our man Sam Edmonds just dropped another little nugget about regarding Isaac Rankin and what's holding up that trade. So all that and more after the break. A trade news update for Beaumont Tiles. Hey, Tylers, need stock fast? Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up. All right, a Beaumont news update. Melbourne forward Sam Wiedemann is set to be traded to Essendon this off-season, this trade period. Today, hopefully, according to the ages, Michael Gleeson. The report suggests Wiedemann will join the Bombers for a future third-round selection after the 25-year-old was starved of opportunities this season. Played in a uh, Casey Premiership, did he not, Kearns? He was uh, out there, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Uh, SEN's, <laughs> he was. <laughs> SEN's Sam Edmund is reporting there will be no trade of Hunter Clark by St Kilda to North. The Roos have been very interested, but it appears the Saints have decided to retain Clark, who has another year to run on his contract. And uh, another bit... Off the Twitter sphere, from the Twitter sphere, uh, from Sam Edmund again. He's been very busy. He says Isaac Rankin will be traded for pick five, but the Crows and Suns are haggling in recent days over the specifics of future pick swaps that will be favourable to Gold Coast for their academy prospects next year. Right. So that's He's good. Doubling that's, down, our man. It's good news though, because the the principle of the deal has been done. Mm. The meat. Mm. It's just the the bones around. That's right. Uh, and it now. Hey, Tyler's need stock fast. Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up. All right. We are. We haven't got long to go. We need to get th- uh, through a few of these uh, callers. Let's get through a couple of these Carlton callers who want to talk about your best 22. And then we've got uh, a couple of other people can to talk about. Matt Crouch and Brody Grundy. But we'll go to uh, Blackie in... Doreen, who wants to uh, speak to you, Adam, about the Carlton uh, Best 22. Blackie, good morning. G'day, guys. How are you going? Enjoying the, uh, your work, so keep it clear up. Thanks, yes, mate. Good listening, especially when you're, when you're driving. Um, hey, um, just the Blues, a uh, couple of things. Uh, I would say it's going to be a choice between McGovern and... Um, Marchbank, because like you said, Joshy, uh, um, especially with a lot of in vogue tall forwards, you need Lewis Young, as he's close enough to, to two metres tall, so he, he allows 
uh, more options with him and Leering to, to choose who they're going to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I want to see, I think, should play is Nick Newman uh, be replaced in that side, Coons, with Jordan Boyd because, A, he's got pace. And so we, we've had troubles covering small forwards. And if you play Jordan Boyd, he uses a footy well, but what he does is allows Adam Sard not to have to run around with small forwards and just free, free up Sard a little bit to give us that run off, off half back. So that's, that's the change. I, I, and I reckon Jordan Boyd's going to play a lot of footy for that reason because he can use the footy, but he allows... As I said, doesn't doesn't mean Sard has to constantly go to the, the dangerous small forward. He can be freed up a little bit, bit more and, and use his weapons, which is run and carry and kick in the footy. Yeah, love it, Blackie. Love it. I'm, yeah. I'm crossing Newman off right now, and I'm replacing him with Jordan Boyd because he's one of the better kicks mm. uh, that I've seen. She's easily swayed. I played uh, a few games with Jordan Boyd at Spotswood. This is how far he's come and how far I've fallen. Uh, he, I played with him at Spotswood, and I played a handful of games. Mm. And some of the lace-out delivery that he hit me with, I rang um, Daniel G in Syracuse, who was coaching um, Footscray at that stage, and I said, mate, what's the go with Jordan mm. Boy? This kid is way too good to be playing <laughs> down here with me. And then he got a few games uh, in the VFL yep. and, and onwards and upwards from there. And, yeah, I like it. He's had a huge, huge future, hopefully. First, uh, first found by uh, Adam Cooney. There you go. <laughs> well, it was already on Footscray's list at that stage. Mm. So. There you go. Uh, let's go to uh, Ali in Wollongong. Wants to uh, ask about the prospects of Matt Crouch. Ali, welcome. Welcome. Yeah, because how I'm going to stay anyways. I'm sick of Storms to be runners-up. I want to win a few flags, have a dynasty again, yes. like Hawthorne did. Yeah, well, they're, they're not easy to come by, but uh, what do you want to do? How do you want to improve your your squad to achieve that? By not missing the goals to kick the <laughs> six-point goals and not get the position to kick the goals against mm-hmm. the Swans. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Good call. Love Good it. call. What about... Did you want to speak about Matt Crouch potentially going to the Swans? Yes, I want him there for four or five years. He'll be a dangerous player for us, and I want that. He's welcome to come to the blood. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Thanks, Ali. Um, I, I, I like that. We haven't spoken much about Matt Crouch over the entire period, Coons. And this is a 20, 2017. I don't know. That's a while ago now. But an all-Australian midfielder. So in the best six midfielders in the game, in 2017, best and fairest winner in a team that made a grand final. Uh, can he still find the footy too. Can still find the footy. I think he got dropped on the back of 30 or 29 yeah. disposals one game this year. Now, he, to me, now, of course, I am good friends with Matt, but to me, he is a player who uh, we are guilty of focusing on what he can't do mm-hmm. and not what he can do and does do and will bring to the table. And I think... I've said before, I'm with Ali. I think Matt Crouch to the Swans makes a lot of sense. Josh Kennedy's gone. Luke Parker's not getting any younger. His form's not waning at all, but he's not getting any younger. He can also spend a bit of time forward. Uh, Chad Warner's a small body, a you know, light guy. Robottom's a bit um, bigger and, 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 a, and, a, and a tough kid. But I think they could use 
bit more inside inside grunt. Yeah. Just a bit more it. grunt. Small and ground. Yeah, so I think he, the, the, the SCG would suit his style of play, <sighs> sort of win inside and that mm. sort of short chipping distribute chipping game that he likes, and he's got good vision either side. So maybe, look, maybe it's a good fit. And mm. is he in contract? He's got one year to go. Yeah, but so, I think the Crows would be willing to give him up for. Well, I, I think sort of yeah, third, I think third round. I think so. If you he couldn't get into that side last year when they were struggling, you'd think. With some improvement from the young players, he's going to find it tough to get into the side now. So yep. um, yeah, that's – yeah, I'm with Ali on that one. Uh, Brad's in Rup and he wants to speak about Carlton's best 22 as well as uh, well, potentially a former blue in Will Setterfield. So, uh, Brad, good morning. Good morning, boys. How are we? Hey, we Brad. are both really well. How are you? Ah, splendid, mate. Melbourne's turning it on today, which is great. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Um, I think I think you've really forgotten someone, Coons. I think Lockie Plowman's in Carlton's best 22. I'm an Essendon supporter, but I believe Plowman's actually a Jet. Um, and Will Satterfield, I reckon he's going to fit really well in it. Essendon, if that gets done, um, you'll be able to feed the ball out to the Merritt, Parrish, Shield. Um, yeah, great fit, I reckon. Yeah, I, I think... It's a good opportunity for Will Setterfield and Essendon. It uh, could be a good fit, that bigger body. Uh, just, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I couldn't squeeze Plowman in, unfortunately. He's that sort of bigger type player. I think he's more of a uh, depth sort of backup guy when all those other players are firing, Marchbank, Young, McGovern and Weedering. Uh, I don't see how he slides in before any of those guys. But I uh, appreciate your call. And I think that Will Setterfield could be a, a good larger frame in the Essendon oh, midfield. Yeah. I'm I don't He's not look, I haven't it. seen not enough to win him a flag. No. We fall we fall in love with the old big midfielder. Well, best, they, have you the, the best Essendon's midfield this year? No, no, yeah. I'm not going to go down that path. Look, I I just think we just because you need a big body midfielder doesn't mean you need to just go and grab anyone. Get, well, you're not, not giving a th- first round pick for him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. All right, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll back off that one. Uh, want to <laughs> speak? I uh, want to have a listen to uh, Pickers, Liam Pickering. Oh, Pixie he got dragged in on his uh, show off the bench on the weekend. He got lured in by Hutchie the Hamilton Cup to chat about. Yes, live from Hamilton with you and um, uh, a few others. Uh, he wanted to talk, or well, he got dragged into talking about his client, Josh Dunkley, and what a uh, potential trade may or may not look like. You mean Josh Dunkley? Are you confident that deal gets done to Brisbane? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm confident. Yeah, yeah, I'm confident. He doesn't want to be at the Bulldogs, so he he wants to be in Brisbane. So you, hopefully the two teams can work out something that they're all happy with. There was a suggestion that the, the Bulldogs might make him walk to the draft. Well, that'd be ludicrous. Wouldn't get nothing for him. I mean, that's just cutting off your nose to spot your face. We well, end up with nothing for him. You know, I mean, they've got a good relationship, with Josh and the coach. So I'd hope that. Yeah, it wouldn't end up in that situation because I think that would be a, a, a poor reflection, you know, on, on when they have got a good relationship. And I think, you know, at this time everyone's posturing, so I get it, and I'm not, you know, going to say too much more. I'm not going to say too much more. <laughs> said enough, picks. Said enough, Liam. But, he went uh, bang. He hit the target there. He didn't hit a target in any of his tips in the off the bench marquee <laughs> for the Hamilton Cup for the rest of the day, but. He was on, on target early there, yeah, Picks, wasn't he? He was. He was. So we'll uh, watch that one with interest. We've got to uh, get through one more break and then just tidy up what's been a big morning here on Trade at Morning. So you are listening to Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio, Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. 
The Early Trade Recap for Toyota. Toyota certified vehicles carry a 90-point inspection and 12 months free roadside assist. Search Toyota Certified. That's the Early Trade Recap for Toyota. Toyota Certified, pre-owned in a class of its own. And this is Bomber Legend. Trade radio uh, extraordinaire. Matthew Lloyd, this oh, is what he had to say you talking about. about me, no, well, you're right here. I don't <laughs> need to say that to you. I don't want to embarrass you. This is what Matthew Lloyd had to say about Essendon's decision to target Sam Wiedemann. So I suppose if, if you're getting him for not much, there's, there's nothing to lose. I know I said earlier in the week, I think when Kane wasn't here and uh, Sammy Edmund, I was doing it with Sam, I said he has to get out with him and he has to because there was reports that they were going to keep him and I said he has to move. He has to walk into his manager's office in the club and say, I need out of here because if you're playing Mitch Brown ahead of me, uh, well, I need to move on because you don't have the faith in me. Um, you'd think it'd be for a, a, a third rounder. You wouldn't give any more than that. And I suppose you, it's worth the risk on him. But Brad, I just said, he's got to get more competitive. He's got to get nastier. Uh, if he doesn't take the mark, he's, he's a bit poor at ground level. Uh, he rucked in the grand final at VFL level. He fought pretty hard in, in wet conditions. But then when he comes up to the AFL level, he just really lacked confidence. And that may be because he's never, he's always in, out, in, out. But uh He's got talent, but he hasn't uh, had the fight, Kane, I would say, at no. AFL level to, to prosper consistently. There's Matty Lloyd speaking about Sam Wiedemann, and I probably you know, don't disagree with what he said there, Coons. Uh, that was the early trade recap. The Toyota Certified Vehicles carry a full service history and an extra one-year warranty search Toyota Certified. Trade mornings. This has been Trade Mornings. We're almost out of here, Coons. For Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians and Toyota. Toyota certified pre-owned in a class of its own. Well done, mate. You can go. Nice work. Tomorrow's 22s. I'm not here tomorrow. Cam's back in the I'll chair. I'll be here, though. Uh, we'll yeah. do Essendon and Collingwood. This is our last day together, you and I. Is, you're not, doing, you're say, not coming in Wednesday? Yeah, I'm a bit later with uh, Nobes, David oh, Noble. Oh, enjoy that. You'll ro- work right through the Reunion. Eight, eight o'clock on the deadline. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Up next, the AFL Trade Feed with Sarah Ollie and Josh Gablich.